Hello. Spin, spin, spin the top. I can't spin the top. There it goes. There you go. I'm spinning the top like a Jewish bitch. Yes. Hello. Jewish. Hello, guys. How welcome, are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hello. 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 Listen up. Let's try this. Let's introduce ourselves. Oh, hi. I'm Who Michelle Isert. I'm married to you. I'm Sam Isert. I'm married to me as well. I have no credentials, technically, other than I'm just really into music, and music is the main thing that we typically reveal. And it's nothing other than just how we feel, man. I'm to. Are we bringing up our credentials? We don't have credentials. I have credentials. Okay. I don't want to bring them up though. I was mostly. We in... sometimes uh, do acoustic music together. That's true. We do have musical talents. You are a musician as well. Oh, that's all I do, man. You wish. That's all I do, bro. I get in the van and I hit the road. Please don't call me bro. Oh, listen up, girl. Listen up, sister. <laughs> I don't like really that? like any of those. What, little nicknames like that? I mean, I just... Well, I definitely don't like anything that makes it feel like you are in my immediate family. Or family at all. But definitely not immediate family. Girl is a little closer, but... Hey, girl. I don't like it. I don't like the way you're saying it like you're my friend. Hey, girl. It doesn't sound like we are lovers. Do you like this? Hey, baby. Yeah, I do. Hey, baby. Do you but, like it because it's like butthead? <laughs> I hate to say yes, because it's not like I'm attracted to butthead. But God damn it. Because you're more point, attracted to Beavis? Am I even attracted to you? <laughs> no. Just kidding. Bitch. I have no room to talk. I'm a monster. So. I'm not a monster. I eat like a monster. I said I'm a monster. I knew talking about me being sam is blind and i benefit so i do have very poor vision and very poor hearing and i have spare glasses that you just choose to not use i forget they exist we've been watching a lot of television because it is winter time and uh we've recently been through a holiday and we are coming upon another holiday by the way happy new years guys happy new years we are recording this on new year's eve we are and you will be receiving this on the second so we need to really get some backups going here because i was backlogs i i mean as of a lot of earlier today i was still feeling ill I have technically been sick for the last five days, so the idea of um, having some backlogged episodes isn't a bad idea. Just throwing that out there. Because what if you died and I didn't have something to release? Well, I do. I have been having a lot of bad dreams because, you know, sick body, sick mind. And my... Sick mind, bro. <sighs> sick mind, sis. And God damn it. I lost track of what I was... You were having bad dreams. I know, sick and it body, was about you. It was before that. There was a slight bit of information that happened before it, that would that I murder a lot of people? Did I murder anybody in your dreams? No, but I did see Joe Rogan die, and it was brutal. <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad things lately. I don't know if when you get really super duper sick and if you have bad dreams or not, but... Yeah, sick body, sick mind for sure. I don't have bad dreams like you do. It sounds like you go through like torturous dreams where it's, body parts are like <laughs> being strewn about and yeah, blood baths are happening. There will be, it's either someone with like a gun or it's like a creature with almost like a chain like arm that has blades on it. So it was ripping apart like 
half of Joe Rogan's arms off at a time, like brutally blood just. So it's like chains? But it was still arms. And blades? But it was almost like greenish gray, but not necessarily any, an alien. Are there any hooks? There were blades. So there's no hooks. No. So there's no chains and hooks. But it's it's like they they worked like chains. So they it just kind of ah. like threw out, grabbed, and yanked back and just like ripped half of arms off. Brutal. I can't believe I dream this stuff when I'm sick. You know what this sounds like? What? Hellraiser stuff. I don't know why, because you haven't been watching it recently. I haven't been, but I'm still thinking about it. We've been watching a lot of comedy stuff lately, so my dreams have been insane. Yeah, exact opposite, reason. right? It's been, it's been intense. And what the heck, Michelle? And it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not anti horror. I'm just not typically your basic person who would be into gore. I do like horror, and I don't. It sucks that it's in your dreams because it's still not restful. Even if you do like horror, you're still going through emotions, it's, and you're supposed to be resting while you're sleeping. Well, and the, so much sleep is happening when you're sick, when you are just bedridden for days and you can't get out, and you're having what I call diarrhea Friday. <laughs> uh, I mean, and you're just debilitated. All you can do is sleep. And your body aches, you're tired of being in bed, you're irritated that you're sick because you can't function normally, you can't do anything, let alone work and just be a regular human being. You can't, like, go about your day, you can't eat, you can't just drink regularly, <laughs> like, everything just makes you feel like you're dying. And just being alive makes you feel like you're dying. So, tis the season. To and feel like you're dying? Luckily, I am past that. I am coming out of that, and so to celebrate my better health, I had a margarita at dinner. We had some uh, Mexican food. It was delicious, and I had a margarita. And a man offered me tequila, and I said, no, sir, not for me. He usually does. He's Oh, yeah, I knew it was coming. He's, he's always, always like, like shut tequila, tequila at the end. You want to add it to He bites his tongue a little bit and sticks it out like half an inch and goes, little tequila. Ooh, <laughs> he's uh, spicy. I was going to write a song about him one time. Remember I told you? And it was going to be about how he always steals everybody's women. <laughs> I imagine that he comes he on strong. <laughs> no, I think he comes on strong. And then when it comes time to... I don't. I don't want to say perform because it doesn't have to be sexual. But when it comes time to actually like question, can it be in my mind? Sure. Sweet. I just feel. Zip. I feel like he fails though when it comes to <laughs> like he's okay with giving the, the number out, move. and then when it comes to the follow up of any kind, it's just <laughs> it's lame. It's bad. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So. But he was tipped well because he is a good waiter. So He's always good killer. for him. We like food. Mexican's my favorite. And I... Your absolute to, favorite? Of all foods, yeah. Mexican of is my foods. favorite. Of all foods. I really... I'm you heard it here, Ferks. Heard I it said heard it here, Ferks. I'm apparently a really big fan of cilantro and uh, fresh onion oh. and... 
just these fresh fucking Mexican flavors. Fresh fucking Mexican flavors. Give them to. Oh, I love lime. Just give me I something. Don't. Just give me some well cooked meat and a tortilla, corn or flour. I don't care. Throw some cilantro. Throw some fresh fucking onion on that. Squeeze some lime on it. I will destroy it. And I will go to Taco Bell and order a meat and cheese taco <laughs> and be happy. Actually, I love Mexican food more the older I get, too. Well, there was that authentic Mexican thing that happened earlier this fall at the park. And we went oh, and had... Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. I don't think that it was... I don't think that was made by people who are extraordinary authentic... I think that they had the right thing in mind. I don't know that it was necessarily made by people who are great cooks. Yeah, exactly. They're not great, authentic Mexican cuisinists. <laughs> I think I they just them. don't know how to operate a fucking grill very well. Yeah, it wasn't very flavorful. All right. Anyway, we listened to an album this week, sort of. I was sick, so I listened to most of this album today. But we'll I'm familiar with this album. We get to that later. I'm That's allowed, my impression of a bullfrog. I'm allowed to sprinkle some uh, salt here and there, bitch. Sprinkle some salt on the slug. I'm gonna pull some salt out of you, bitch. You ever do that? Sprinkle it on this food. Did you ever do that? Sprinkle all salt on a slug. I thought that you thought that I was inhumane because if I see a slug, I grab the salt. Yes. And you were like, you're a monster. You are. You're a monster. Slugs are fucking disgusting. Doesn't matter. They do not deserve to be around eating Miss Clarence's food on the back porch. <laughs> They're fucking everywhere. I hate them. Fuck slugs. Salt slugs. Hashtag no. salt slugs. No. <laughs> All right. What we listen to this week is Mr. Callis Pooper himself. Alice Cooper. I don't know which number album it was. But it's probably my favorite Alice Cooper album. I think that that's a good idea because I personally, and I may have said this on a previous episode, I don't know if it was because of Wayne World, Wayne's World 2. Wayne World. Wayne World. Party time. Wayne World. Wayne World. <laughs> Party times. Excellence. I thought that <laughs> Alice Cooper... And or as I have nicknamed him, Callis Pooper, because yes. I had a very strong anti Alice Cooper stance because I am not a fan of the Feed My Frankenstein and such, and I thought that that's all it was. Yeah. I didn't nope. know that this early Alice Cooper existed. This is I, real Alice Cooper, I didn't in know, my opinion. Yeah, I had no idea that he made good music. This is stuff that I have been introduced to a while ago because... I know there are only nine tracks on this album. I knew about half of the tracks going in because of you, because of doing karaoke, because we've performed a song off of this album. I've performed several songs off this album as well. I feel like we may have performed more than one, but I just, I know the last one for sure. So I feel for a, a Sam suggestion, way more familiar with this particular choice than anything else and probably way more tolerable than the couple oh my god by have far been. all Are right you have you said what it is yet no i don't think so it's mr alice cooper love it to death love it to death i think it's a uh, 
he had earlier albums that he put out with Frank Zappa, so I think this is actually like the fourth or fifth album. Well, and also, let's see, it says it's the third studio album by the band, and a lot of people think Alice Cooper is the man. Alice Cooper is technically the band. And Alice, in this one, yes. Alice Cooper, the man, fronts the band at this point of this juncture of time yes but the i mean the basis now, of the band it was a band it wasn't yeah. a man um yes but it was also the character of alice cooper too which was supposed to be a, actually a woman it's supposed to be a woman in the beginning okay you can kind of see that a little bit it's from supposed to just be an ugly ugly woman yeah because on the the cover it doesn't look like he's being a man. It looks like he's just an ugly woman because he's not yes. being like overly effeminate. Like he's, wearing, he's trying to be like a gay man. It's no, just trying to be yeah. like naturally a woman. Yeah, hair he's blowing. Trying to look womanly, an ugly, ugly woman, a villainous, ugly woman, as he used to say. But nowadays, it is. It's him. I mean, it's he hires guys to go on the road. He hires guys in the studio. Alice Cooper is him. Yeah, but at now this for time, sure. This is real rock and roll. <laughs> I sound like I'm shitting on him now. He just kind of he changed his direction completely once all these guys got out, which was is a good time a- to say the, the guys' 80s, names, right? I don't know when he did it. Because I, I just f- know once these guys leave, which I think is after. I can't remember if Billion Dollar Babies or Killer comes out or Killers comes out after this. Billion Dollar Babies with Donovan. Yes. Oh, sh- but then when all these guys leave, which I'm going to say all their names now, because mm-hmm. these guys were like the cool original band. And sometimes you hear word that they might get back together and do like a little show, which would be fucking cool. But anyway, we got Alice Cooper on vocals, Glenn Buxton on lead guitar. I've Michael heard of him before. Glenn Buxton? Yeah, has he worked with other people? I like don't know. Mainly people? This might just be a familiar sound. I am name. not sure at all. Okay, sorry. Michael Bruce on guitar. Dennis Dunaway on bass guitar, and Neil Smith on drums. Now, I've heard of all these guys because they're in a band called Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect that. You know who gave me this album? Your brother? Nope. Mr. AC Cool, Adam Cutter. Oh, yeah, I don't know he why. He gave me Judas Priest that and this That makes sense. One. Yeah, that makes sense. It's going to be like the same sense. three or four people who well, gave me the albums. He, we need to eventually get him on here. So far, it's all if been your like people. To be, I'd love to have him on. Because oh, he'd probably goodness. have a really good album to bring us. I think he would be great. All right. I need to get some people on here. Yes, you do. Maybe. I don't know. Who wants to be on here? <laughs> Let me I know. I do not know. <laughs> I know Mr. Tom Jeffries would love to be on it sometime. Where is he even located? Tom is in Buffalo, New York, which is a little bit of a drive, but I've done it several times. Just I would to go ride. play drums. You can go with me when I play drums for Green Jello sometime, and then we'll just go to the Jeffries household and we can do the podcast. You hear that, Tom? I'm calling it now, motherfucker. But he already told in? me he has a choice. Would we fit in with him? I mean, would I fit in with him? Yeah, you'll be fine. I just, I feel like I can be sometimes offensive because if I can't be funny, I'll be offensive in hopes to just somehow be funny and come not out offensive. funny. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. He'll make you nice. I, I don't think that I'm an evil person. I don't want to. I do. <laughs> I don't try to hurt people. Yeah. 
What do you call it when you stab people? You don't think that doesn't hurt them? I think it's more of a scraping than a stabbing. Ah, my mistake. Sometimes it might hurt a little bit to scrape something or to force, let's just say, like, get a splinter out. But in the end, it's better that you remove the splinter. And I'd also like to point out that when I hurt someone else, it hurts me more because I had to hurt them. And because you're a pussy. And because I'm a murderer. You've got feelings, baby. All righty. Do you want to get into this album? I think it's probably fair. All right. It's album time. Love it to death. Alice Cooper, 1971. First track, Caught in a Dream, which is the second of two singles released. Nice. Did not chart very high. It was in the 90s at its highest charting. So. I didn't know it was out. And I do have to admit, this is something I listened to one time, and then was sick, and I was down for days. And then I listened to it today, like two and a half times, and I, I got into it. I think that this is a good intro. Yeah. It's got good energy. It's only nine tracks, but I... I oh, you're easily, talking the whole album, not just this song. I know. I think that this song is a great intro, because oh, yeah. it's only nine tracks anyway. It's so short. They weren't messing around. They wanted something that you could dance to almost. So I think it's a good intro to get you kind of not even pulled into it. But, I mean, you're here. You're there. You feel it. It's simple. It's good. I don't have anything negative to say about it, honestly. Yeah. Um, this is the this first song I'm saying. I think if my memory serves correct. By the way, whenever we say stuff that's like comes off factual that we know what we're talking about. We don't. It could very well be absolutely wrong at all times. We are 100%, and I say this in many ways, living out of our asses. Yes. All the time, it seems. I'm always living out of my ass. And anyway. I'm also usually living out of your ass. Yeah. It has nothing my, to do with money. It has nothing ass, to do with baby. any of that. I just, I like things that are warm. I like things that are familiar. I'm familiar with Sam's ass. Did I say when this was released? I did. 1971. Yeah. You may have as well, but I don't remember. It's got it all over. It's still got that nice 60s sound. Rock and roll. Oh, yeah. It's got a decent production. I was going to say, I think this is the first album where he starts getting into uh, darker themes, like the horror kind of thing. Because, you know, now he's Mr. Scary. Yeah. Guy. But I think this is the first album, like, with Black Juju later on and uh, Ballad of Dwight Fry dealing with insanity. And I think I read somewhere that this was the first song that, or album that had a song that openly dealt with uh, insanity, like that kind of insanity. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cute. Insanity. Classic guitar solos. These are all memorable guitar solos. It's very inviting. Yeah, it sounds good, I think. I think that you, if you don't know Alice Cooper, which, again, I wasn't familiar with this Alice Cooper at all, but you see him, you see that it's not like Kiss, because there's not someone in the band whose face looks like a cat. He, I mean, he looks more evil. He actually looks evil. Now he does, so for the, sure. The idea of Alice Cooper is that it's not just going to be a fucking rockin' 60s, 70s sound and tune. No, especially nowadays. And 
Oh, we were talking about on the uh, one podcast about it's such a drastic change to this because he's nowadays he wrote I'm 18 for this thing, but it seems it's probably a lot more closer to home than nowadays writing about an Xbox oh and wanting to be left. You alone. bring that up a lot. Oh, it drives me crazy. Disappointing. I love Alice Cooper too. Like knowing I still, that this exists. Yes. For me, like I came in from the other angle of knowing the bad stuff first and writing him off. Me too. And me then too. being like, he's not good. And then it wasn't until you that I let it in and realized that there was good Alice Cooper. So now knowing that, he, I don't know, it's just Thanks such to a, Adam. It's such a big jump. It's so different. It's a crazy jump. But and it comes with the band leaving. I'm, when the band disassembles yeah. and it just becomes Alice Cooper hiring guys and he just it gets the new Alice Cooper band. And that makes sense. That's I just don't dies. know anything. And it's got to be during the 80s, right? Because it's all 80s out. No, it's, it's the 70s. It's 71. Yeah, no. When the breakup happens. By the time he changes his style. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I think they even go disco for a little bit. Wow. I'm pretty sure because Adam's got a disco vinyl. Right on. I just, I mean, that's fine if you're into it. What the fuck ever. I He's just, one of those guys. That I didn't adapts. know that this shit existed, and knowing that this existed is pretty yeah. cool. I think it's cool of him that he adapts to. And this Even is something. Even if it's not my style, he's still willing to just be like, this is what I did then, but now it's. This is what the kids want to hear, so this is what I'm going to do because yeah. I still want to tour. And not to be, I mean, who cares about giving things away from later or from later? Nah. Yeah, you're giving away, giving away from later. I'm taking it away from later. Um, I have listened to this album before. I've chosen to listen to this album before on my own. So this is something that I'm not like super familiar with. This is the first time I've listened to it the way that I have. In a critical way. And, I, and, and I'm not skipping songs because I'm just like, nah, I don't really know yeah. it. This isn't familiar uh but it's something that i've become familiar with more so um i think we should roll on through i think so too. i enjoy it though Boop. got a good starting start going now the way that i know a lot of this from you or at least a few of these songs is that we used to karaoke and you would do a few of these songs. Yeah, because it was awesome that they had like three of these songs. And this is one of them. Yes. Yeah, and I would jam out. They're easier songs to sing, too. They're not vocally demanding. Especially when you're inebriated. I'm sure I was doing awful. I've been really enjoying singing along to this song lately. I think I just... I didn't realize I liked his voice as much as I do. I think he kind of plays with it, but even when he kind of plays with it, it never really sounds bad. Yeah, he has no. a good tone. He hits the notes always. He's got his own tone, too. Yeah. He has his own sound, and it's fine. Like, I have no problem, because I'm the person who always has a fucking problem with voices. I have no problem with Alice Cooper's voice So, this is the first male voice that I've brought to you that she did not have a problem with. Is it the first? I think so. I don't remember the early episodes. Misfits. Tool. Yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that it's Alice Cooper because you wrote 
Alice Cooper sucks on a on your CD case. That's because I didn't know any better. <laughs> I thought that well, it was just feed my Frankenstein shit. Feed my Frankenstein is your only thing. Yeah. And like schools out. I just don't think that that is anywhere. It just doesn't touch this. Schools out's an earlier song too. It still it's has the same band. Yeah, but it still has. I feel like it has a more advanced sound. It's not like this. No, this is still very this trippy. Has it's almost psychedelic. A, a late '60s sound. And I usually, most of the time, am a huge fan of this time frame of music. Drugs Me too. can, not now necessarily, but drugs at one point in time or for a chunk of time made music or enhanced music very well. Thank you, drugs. What was it? I think it was that people actually wanted to hear it, so they were like, yeah, let's do this well. It's because people decided, and not being just like drugs, and it, it it might be a stereotype, but people, you really do let go. Said they weren't on drugs. I'm just saying the time, <laughs> the psychedelic era. It's the the mindset of just letting go, and all of the creativity that just flowed through these people in this time frame. I don't think these guys were on drugs. I don't really know. I know Alice Cooper was he a drinker. He was drinking at the time, so he yeah. was technically... He was a drunk. There There's was always pictures of him back in the day, studio holding a beer. I know people are like drugs and alcohol like are different things, but it's still an intoxicant. You, people kill people. People make terrible decisions on alcohol. I mean, it's it can be just as bad or worse than other drugs. I mean, it's definitely worse than Tylenol, and Tylenol is a drug. Tylenol's a pill. It's a drug. It's a pill. You would, <laughs> but you can buy it from a drug store. I call that the pill store. But it's a drug store. If I call it drugs, they'll arrest me. They also serve candy at drug stores. Candy? And yeah, they got it right. Because sugar is a drug? They got it right. Okay. Just making sure. Magazines. Just the sex, sex that's selling. That's the drug. Athleticism that's really have, uh, extreme, like men's health and <laughs> workout magazines that are like, look at my big, tough, uh, fake, sweaty looking body and uh, this lighting. What do you think the drug of printing a canvas of your grandmother is? Is this a magazine? No, it's when you go to like CVS. And they say, I can print your grandmother okay. on a canvas. Is the grandmother alive or dead? In my dreams, dead. In reality? Dead. Um, What was the question about printing the canvas? I don't know. I just have an erection thinking about a dead grandmother now. Your dead grandmother's? Everyone's I've dead grandmother. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I understand that that was a rant and it was sure it was a, a long rant. way to go. That was a segue. I understand nothing and Segway. everything at this time. But I'm I'll play a, long, play a long, play a I'm long, play a long, play a long, play a long, play a long. This is very uh, psychedelic, like Austin Powers. I don't think Austin Powers. But well, when you're dancing like you were, it looked like Austin Powers. It almost gives me, and I hate this, it almost gives, gives me like a Steppenwolf feel. And I don't know if it's the guitar sounding. Like a, uh, 
cut song. There's a song by Steppenwolf. It's like one of the most popular songs by them. And it creeps me the fuck out, and it always has. I don't know why. It just has a sound that has always been unsettling to me. Did they do Bad to the Bone? Or is that George Stone? That's very good. Yeah. What did Steppenwolf do? They did, uh... They did ma- did they do- no, did they do Magic Carpet Ride? Know. We're gonna feel like such idiots. I already do feel like such Yeah, idiots. Magic Carpet Ride. It was that? But it was Born, to, makes you feel born to Be Wild is the song that wild. has always made me really uncomfortable. That's what it is. Yeah. I agree with that. It's got that dirty fucking bar sound to it. But it is, a, like, as a child made me feel unsafe. And I don't know what way that means. I'm not saying that I have a specific connection to it at all. It was, it's just somehow associated with something that it makes me feel bad. I love this part. It's so psychedelic, man. Can't you just see people doing like this? Like you were doing earlier? I imagine people would be dancing the fuck oh, yeah. out to this. They say this it makes me want to move. shit back in the day. This They're is like so one of the hardest grooving. working bands. This is, I mean, the sound is great. That's why Alice Cooper's and famous. And right here. because he's a fucking hard-ass worker. You know they say like Kevin Hart? It's because he's such a hard fucking worker. Kevin Nealon? No, I said Kevin Hart. <laughs> Yes and Yes and <laughs> Not yes or <laughs> Yeah Your improv techniques Are not helpful Oh my god It's fine Sam is dramatic I'm dramatic? Yeah You don't want to knock it porcelain things over I didn't knock anything your finger over though. Wax I'm not shoving into anything I'm being very careful Sam has aggression. I don't know if you've heard it in the last handful of episodes, but Sam has a lot of aggression. It's a misinterpreted aggression. It's misinterpreted. Can it be a misinterpreted? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. You see how that works? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, and it can. So we still got a long way to go, but not really because we only have six more tracks. Yeah, no, it's not a long album at all. No, and I don't think that it's painful or anything. By the way, I'm 18 was the first single they released. So the very first two songs are the singles they released. And that one went to number 21, and that according was to my research. It. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Only two singles. I mean, on the single release, they put a B side of that on something. I know. just assumed that one or two more songs may have been releases because. Of popularity because I know at least one song was performed on like Jimmy Kimmel or something this past Ballad summer. Ballad of Dwight Fry? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just that one became popular over time. It became like an Alice Cooper staple mm-hmm. because like that's one of the first songs that he was always doing theatrics. It was always kind of part of it, but this is when it like straight jacket. was taking the turn to the comes out macabre side the horror side and not things. even visually i mean you can hear that it is theatrical in the song it is very oh much, that song's very theatrical it's very put on but anyway that's in the future so so far i think we're good i'm enjoying myself so far but we're we're three songs in so it's time to get into that black juju this song 
is the song that Adam first played me on this album. And what? while it's playing, there's going to be a part where I give you the same hand movements that he gave me because it is burned into my brain. Well, that is unfair to the audience, so I am... I'll take a video. I'm sorry. You, you'll you take a video. I guess I'll take a video. And we'll put it up. All right, here we go. Black Juju! Which is the most offensive name of any song Only ever. if you're a pussy. What? Pussy. Don't call me a black juju. I'm By the way, you black pussy, I'm going to turn babe. it up because you can't. Yeah, I want to tell you, though, originally I checked out on this because this is a 9 minute and 11 second song. And it fades in and out with volumes. And at first, I was going to, I was like, I have no connection to this song, so I'm going to go with something cheap, like making a joke like this must be painful like it was. You know, it's a 9 minute and 11 second song. Like, never forget how painful it was sitting through the song. But... That's kind of cheap and, you know, whatever. But you still made it? I mean, I explained it. I didn't make <laughs> it. If you explain a joke, it's not funny, they say. Anyway, the more listens I got out of this song, the more I enjoyed it. But it, there, I love this song. There are a few minutes, right? I mean, it's like about two or three. It's two something or before three really minutes starts going. before lyrics even start. Yeah. I mean, we're at a minute and 11 right now. Yeah, there's still a while before we get anything. But it's so atmospheric. You can tell this was built for uh, live as well. It just also depends on the mood. If you have a negative mindset and it's easy to have that the first time you listen to something because you're unfamiliar with it, it can, like, like I say, never take notes the first time you listen to something because after multiple listens, yeah, I enjoy no this. Especially working today. This just flowed through me. This, I mean, I, I can say the whole album, but this song that I thought was going to be a chore almost immediately turned into not a chore. And I think that that's a good thing. I think this song is a perfect example of the atmosphere that Alice Cooper can create. It sounds like voodoo. It sounds like a, a horror movie. But I think this is what people would expect more than the previous songs. Yes. They would be like, this, this is what would be I would more expect vein, more. Yes. So I would be surprised to hear the other songs. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to hear this song. Because I'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. I am listening to Alice Cooper. Yeah, this and then this happens. Great. This is sort of like jazzy still. Because this. Touched by the toy. I mean, still, yeah, you know. I can just see him kind of like lur- lurking out and like dance walking like. The night. Yeah, here I am. I'm dressed in black. Get the phone ready. We're going to take a video. Of you? Yeah, remember I'm doing the hand movements that I did. Looking at me going like this. You literally just wanted to do that. That was nothing. Okay, cool. Fuck off! <laughs> I just don't know. Oh, even you know just wanted to look it. at me? That's it. I don't know that I even got it. Good. You no. deserve it. I didn't get it the first time because I thought it was going to be more than that. Nope. I pushed. Oh, wait. I think I got it the second time you did it. Yeah, I got it. Fuck you, Sam. I got it. You erase it right now. 
No, I got it. I will just, I will erase the sound so we won't hear the criticism and me being a bitch. We protect me and lie, we protect me and lie. Protect me and lie, protect me and lie. That's what social media's for. Hello, you guys. That's what social media's for. Hello, you guys. Ugh. Would you like a cupcake? So Would you like a cupcake? Would you like Four a minutes cupcake? in and it decides. Four minutes. We're gonna take another. This is longer than I thought. We're gonna cut it down tough. again. I don't know what that is, but I love that. Let's just do guitar sliding up. Yeah. So that's all. You can just you can like hear Body. the studio. stomp on it you know I'm just trying to mess things up a little bit so it doesn't sound and like so much sound on its own without me interrupting because I know that's what you want you want me to interrupt <laughs> no <laughs> no and I'm also more speaking of technicalities and just Sitting here in silence while it plays is probably not always a great idea. Yeah, but this is atmospheric. You gotta give it to them. I'm just Listen, trying to be safe. Listen. I'm being safe. It's so scary. I'm just trying to be safe. Don't you understand? I'm just taking all precautions right now. I just want to be safe. I'm so scared. I wonder what it's like writing a song like this with other guys. Hey, I thought this was the moment. Hey guys, I was thinking for this moment we could not do anything for a minute. This is where, do you think that they are trying to follow a standard of what is going on at the time? Or do you think that they were just feeling the groove? Because I feel like this song doesn't have to be as long as it is. Um, it could have still been long without being over nine minutes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Forgot he comes to like Um, I don't know. I think that maybe they had some riffs that probably sounded in general like the rest of the song. Like, this will all fit in, but how do we do it? And Alice Cooper was probably just like, oh, let's just do it all. This part always makes me think of Elected. Rain, 
And then they gotta do the jam section too. You know where they It sounds like it's supposed to be almost a Halloween y song here. It's very specifically more haunting sounding with uh-huh. this. They're going for that voodoo sound. That 70s, 60s voodoo sound. Yes. And I think they pull it off very well. Yeah, this, like I said, this is kind of what you would expect to get from an Alice Cooper song. You would think if you were familiar, this is what you would imagine more. Something that's not like heavy metal, of course. That's something that's going to be rock, but something that's going to be spooky and make you feel... Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah. This is a little more intense than that, I would say. Like, from a a spooky standpoint... Spooky standpoint, spooky standpoint. I have a spooky standpoint. I like this song a lot. While it does feel long, I don't think it feels like nine minutes and eleven seconds. I think that it feels long if you are waiting for it and looking at it. If you are, as I typically am when I'm listening to this, working, yeah. it's not as bad. I mean, I don't even say bad. I don't want to inflict any negativity. That's not my intention. I fucked up. What? Adam actually gave me the hand movement when he went black. He didn't give you the hand movement when he unzipped your pants and stuck his hand in. That's not what we call it. We call it stroking my cock. (laughs) The hand movement. The hand movement. All right, you want to do one more and then take a break? Go. Got a hand movement with a slow it's, plan. It's, it's a shorty. Want, this might technically be a halfway point, but I'm fine it's with that. It's a shorty. That's, that's fine. Cool. We got the questionnaires on the second half. That's It'll cool. I do have to pee, so that's fine. I can. I can. Pee. I have one she's more song pee. in me. Let's she's just do pee. this. She's got to pee. She's got Sometimes pee. She's when you drink a large margarita, by the way, I have some Mel news. Oh. This is fucking hilarious. Is it? To me, it is. All right. That no son part. of a bitch comes in all sniffles, snaffles, right? <laughs> so then, like, half the day goes by, and I'm coming out, I'm walking around the shop, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what's that minty kind of smell? What is that smell? And I go over to Mel, and he's asking me how to do something, blah, 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 blah. And I go, Mel, did you get some sort of like, New chewing tobacco or something that's like extra minty or something? And he goes, no, I lathered my body in Icy Hot. He was wearing so much fucking Icy Hot. The whole shop smelled like Icy Hot. In his defense, Icy Hot is so potent. It was fucking bad. It's so potent. It was bad. In his defense, he lathered his whole goddamn body in fucking icy hot everything but his nuts and his dick uh i did ask and i was like did you get your balls and he said no and i was like don't ever put it on your balls or your armpit never those locations to people out there (laughs) and actually i think i'd rather have it on the balls than the fucking armpit because i wanted to die when i got it on my armpit you remember that Uh and i was like on the couch just grabbing my arm like oh and I'm pretty good with pain, I think. <laughs> yeah, all men think. Yeah, probably not. Ooh, the I'm only reason, pain. the only reason why I think that that whole thing is a thing with men being more dramatic when they get sick, 
or it's not a was there a word that's like mansplaining or manscaping isn't there a word for when you whine like that it's not, it's not like man flu it's oh no i'm gonna look it up while you pee on the break after we listen to is it my body i think it's because we literally are just more used to pain because at the same time around the same time every month we experience pain so i think it's just that we we literally are more used to pain yeah because we go through it more i think that's all that that is and i know guys that get sick like once every three years you know they're like i'm never sick and then and when they get sick they're like out I get hit. Yeah, that and is, it's probably because they're just not used to it. I get sick all the time and I have my entire life. I was thinking about You're that today. Sicko. I have a weak immune system. I was never breastfed. We're going to take you to the immune system, Jim. I did gym. not take the teat. The teat? I, I went straight to the bottle. I'm fat as fuck because I make bad choices and I have a piss poor immune system and my metabolism is shit and I have... You know, other medical things and, you know, exercise. That's so weird. You know, the thing about I did not go to the teat. They say that that is a thing that definitely affects your immune system. They can't prove a lot of things about being breastfed, but they do say, you know, exchanging fluids with someone else, much like how they're saying that cleaning a pacifier with saliva is better than washing it. Because you're more sharing germs, exposing them to things, building up their immune system. So I feel like I just wasn't built up with a great immune system. You're going to have to start walking around licking gas station handles I bite my nails. Yeah, it's not enough. You're going to have to lick gas station handles. I think it will be better for me that I will be working from home soon. I am excited. How is that going to be better for you? You're not going to be around people. Yeah, because currently... My current job, since that will be changing, I touch things that go through everyone's hands. I touch notebooks that, I mean, every person has a notebook and it all goes through my hands every day. So I'm constantly touching things that other people are touching all the time. And people have kids. I don't have kids. So I'm being exposed to germs all the time. And I am a nail biter. And before I got sick... I woke up fine. I was hungry. I got breakfast. I ate breakfast while I worked. I may have touched germs while I was eating and put something in my mouth because it was like two hours after I ate that I was suddenly miserable and so sick to my stomach and like hit with a wall of fatigue. It was just miserable. I was thinking of it the other way, that you're not going to be around anybody to get your immune system Used to anything. It's not like this house is gas station handles. This house isn't immaculate. (coughs) No, you are a disgusting person. Yeah, but you get used to the same shit over and over again. You just have a stronger immune system because you sucked on your mama's tits. (laughs) It's because I lick gas station handles. I'm trying to fucking give you some advice here, and you won't fucking listen. That is the grossest fake example that you could come up with. Fake. All right. I think we should take a break. Nope. I already played the song. We were going to do the song first. Can't believe we talked so much. It's too late. <laughs> 
I made a plan, and we're sticking to it, Stan. You made a plane. So, since you're making a plane, and you are flying I didn't say plane at all. I heard plane. Well, you had a margarita, and you don't know what the fuck you listening to. You don't think that you could have ever possibly said something No, because I said plan to make sure I rhymed with Stan. Plan and Stan. I'll fucking listen to it while we're on the break. You are so aggressive. (laughs) I'm defensive, because... Yeah, I don't understand. No, you're not. (laughs) This is a conversation. I don't understand why things have to be so intense and abrasive. This is another karaoke song that you would do. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I don't know the words anymore, and I used to do it for karaoke. I remember the lyrics. From you doing this for Carrot from Carrot Game. But that's, that's my thing. I remember lyrics usually. This is one of the songs that I knew the lyrics to and I didn't have to read it. I just did it and I performed. I'm the asshole at karaoke who performs. Who doesn't just sing. I don't think that makes you an asshole. Because you're not you don't do shitty music. I don't think it makes me a one hundred percent asshole because it doesn't. It always seems to be received well. But you still said asshole, so that's coming from something. Yeah, I said not 100% asshole. I still think I was part asshole because look at me, look at me. But that's karaoke in general, right? I think so. I think that's yeah. I think that's what karaoke is. That's about going to a bar, drinking, and singing and having fun. I think it's supposed to be less judgmental. That's why it's supposed to be more inviting. It's a good time. Enjoy karaoke, everyone. It's fun. I got my niece a uh, karaoke machine for Christmas. And she was too afraid to use it, poor thing. Yeah, she wouldn't use it at all. She'll, I guarantee she's been using it like crazy at home. She's just not going to use it here around everyone. Oh, by the way, uh, hosted Christmas Eve dinner. Great success. Boom. And that's Is It My Body. I was going to say, we fucking ruled karaoke. We just did unusual things. We would do things like Alice Cooper. We would do The Temptations. It was fun. Uh, Edwin Starr. I would do Edwin Starr. We ruled it, though, is what I'm saying. Because we were good? It's because everyone got excited. People would be talking, jibber-jabbing, and then we would do something, and they would watch. I've had people say things that, you know, everyone expects when you go to karaoke, there are going to be people who just aren't very good. But you always kind of appreciate when someone has talent. And I have had people, it's been years since we've done it, but I've had people many times stop me. I mean, buy me drinks for sure, but definitely stop me and let me know that they uh, enjoyed what they heard. Because it was a performance. And it was fun. It's always fun. And it gives me a high. And on that high note, I'm going to take a piss. You're going to pee pee? I need to piss because I'm an adult. All right. Well, we'll take a break and you can go pee 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 pee. It's a fucking Steppenwolf song.
taking a break, 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 break. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... The name is Teeny, Tiny, Titular Tawny's Tongue Tied, Twister Trainer, Teaching Timmy and Tommy, Transferring Tame, Talking to Tintatail, Telling Term, Thunder Tip, Tapping Through, Tagliatelli. Tawny's Tongue Tied, Twister Training teaches talking techniques to troops, term toddlers to teens. Tired of talking toneless, timid and toppled? Train the tongue to tune, tighten and talk thoroughly. Turn twice at Taylor's Tools, then ta-da! Teeny Tiny Titular Tawny's Tongue Tied, Twister Training, located behind Abraham Lincoln's Crack Emporium. This episode is also brought to you by... Hi, I'm Sam from the Couple of Critics Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about a brand new exciting product from Abeco. It's called Feeling Like Shit. Got a sore throat? Me too. Got an annoying cough? You betcha. Let's listen to a satisfied, sickly customer. Hi. I'm Sam, and I want to go to bed. See? Doesn't he sound awful? If you're tired of being awake, breathing through your nose, and pooping regularly, try out Feeling Like Shit from Abeco. Here's a word from the CEO of Abeco, Abraham Lincoln himself. If you aren't satisfied with feeling like shit, I'll not give you money back. No questions asked. That's right. Feeling like shit from Apeco. Try it today. Lines form on my face and hair. What the fuck is happening? Lines form from the ups and downs. <laughs> Creed. Creed. Yes. Am I on? I don't hear myself at all. Oh, sorry. The headphones aren't turned on anyway. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, right? It's not enjoyable. <laughs> but nothing Creed is. I thought that'd be uh, funny to find, because it's always fun to get little rare things. <sighs> and by the way, I also found something else I'd like you to listen to, Michelle. Oh, uh-oh. You ready? Okay. Take a, Take a listen. I made a plan, and we're sticking to it, staying. Did you hear what I said there? I'll let you listen again. I heard it. I made a plan, and we're sticking to it, staying. Sounds like I said plan. You did say plan. Aggressiveness. <laughs> Aggressiveness what? Accomplished. Well, yeah, Wins you were again. aggressive, of course. That doesn't win you anything. I won. <laughs> I just had to be childish. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You like to give me reasons to... Love me even more every day? Um, It has nothing to do with love. It has to do with like, and it makes me dislike you. I think you like me a lot. You always write me letters about how you like me so much. Think of how many years it's been since I've done that. Since you wrote me a letter? Since I've written you poems and stuff about how much I like you. <laughs> I'll think about that later. It's been a long time. Yeah. Maybe you should think about that. Nah, I don't want you to. fucking asshole. Yep. You ready to continue with the album? 
the social stuff isn't working, so yeah, let's do the music. <laughs> you mean. Here we go. You're straight up fucking mean. I'm not mean. I'm playful. It's not fun. Hallowed be thy name. My name. Why does it say that on here? Isn't it Hallowed be thy name? Hallowed be my name. Yeah, but I swear this... There might be an incorrect labeling on Google Play. Almost positive. Well, that's on Genius. Oh, really? And Hallowed be my name is on... Google Play Correct For years I thought it was Hallowed be thy name Hallowed be thy name Is a song by Iron Maiden Well maybe that's what I'm getting confused with Yeah he's definitely saying Be my name Austin Powers he sound again to me. I hear it more in this song. Did you say sluts? I believe so, that's what it sounds like. Wow, I know some lyrics to these songs. Still. Yeah, sluts. A lot of the words. sluts and the hookers have taken your money. Yeah. Your money. There's the sneeze. <laughs> You've had your obligatory sneeze, now I just need to yawn. But it needs to be real, don't do any, any of that Actually, fake shit. I already yawned earlier, and I just did cleverly off mic for the first time ever. Oh, now well, you're I just yawning. did it, and my lower back popped at the same time. Well, now, traditionally, I would yawn since you yawned, but I still have not yawned. We're good to go. Good to go. All right. So, like, so far, this album, is it's not rubbed you wrong at all. It did initially. I wasn't a big fan of, of the Black Juju at first because it is long and drawn out. Yeah. <clears throat> it's easier to listen to after a handful of listens. But, I mean, initially, that was the song. That I was not a fan of so far. But ever once did you have a reaction that you had to say, like, Guar or... Neil Young. Neil Young. No. But again, I've listened to this before on my own. That's very And true. I listened to it on my own like a month or so ago. I really? said it. I think I said it on the podcast when you had huh. said it to me. It hasn't been that long ago because we had talked about playing certain things and how for... Whatever reason, as far as I'm concerned, you think that it will be hard to come up with content when I think that it is never ending because it could be tears for fears. It could be something that neither one of us are like super familiar with and just want to like dive into. So for me, it's never ending. So, yeah. 
<laughs> I did listen to this because I figured that it was something that you would eventually pull out because I think it was something that we talked about. You probably. I think I may have mentioned like Alice Cooper is yeah. something that isn't crazy that would make me super cringe. Yes, because I have trouble coming up with things. And I don't know why there's so much stuff out there. And there's so much stuff that you like that isn't insane. I, I'll tell you this. Like Alice Cooper. Even when I'm by myself and I want to listen to music and I go, what do I want to listen to? And then I press the thing to be able to type into it and my mind goes blank and I think of like two artists. Guar. It's not just, it's not just Guar and Frank Zappa, basically. And it's not. It's always like that. It's never just because of this podcast. And what's my next album? It's always. I don't fucking know. No, I just assume that you listen to more music. I have listened to more music, and when I remember it exists, I listen to it again, and I go. But do you oh, really yeah. just mostly only listen to Guar and Frank Zappa? I don't really listen choice? to music much anymore at all. Since That's the crazy. podcast, I listen to the most music. I drive around in silence. Crazy to me, but I'm in my head doing musical things and thinking and I, at a thousand miles. An I hour. get that. I just and I, just I also don't like to listen enjoyed. to stuff a lot because it makes influences you, your creation. Yes, it makes you write as what you're hearing. At least it does for me. So I like to keep things. Well, I'm not writing music, at so a I constantly love to listen to music. And I listen to a lot of talk in books. I do. I listen to talk too. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. But I also listen to music. But I also don't have the same type of work that you have. I can sit mostly undisturbed would you for say you most like of a, my day and you, listen to whatever I want. Would you say you get like a solid seven and a half hours of listening time? Maybe seven. Yeah, I get like maybe four. less. Yeah, it's I'd say six to seven for sure on lockdown. Lockdown, lockdown. All right, that was hallowed. Be my name. Fucking throw me for a loop. Second coming oh, around and around and around. Coming. This is cool riff. I couldn't tell if the bells were getting louder. Songs that ring, I finally recognize. I only know hell is getting This is getting like hard. well-written songs the whole time. Getting this is one of those albums where production quality and, and it actual songwriting nice met each other at the, the perfect water, fucking time. Talk again it's almost like they got their earlier side. artistic shit out of the way. They're like, hey, come on now, let's just... Write some easier songs. Some earlier stuff is artsy. It, it definitely has a much fuller sound. It sound, and I mean that from a musical standpoint, a an audio standpoint of hearing it, and I just think it's more complex. Then again, things like Feed My Frankenstein and things that he kind of thrived in from the 80s on it seems just kind of more nonsensical than basic like rock roots which is this this kind of more feels like basic rock root type music I'd almost argue at opposite point that this sounds more 
thought out rock in the 80s. It's more bass. No, I'm saying that in the 80s, he makes basic rock. He makes like basic 80s rock. And that's why Feed My Frankenstein is just kind of lame because it's it's not, it doesn't feel artistic. This whole album still feels artistic. Yeah. Well written. I don't know why you think I'm saying it's the opposite of that. Because I thought you were saying that this album is more basic rock than I'm saying the opposite, that it later becomes more basic rock. I don't mean basic in a negative way. Okay. I think, when I say basic, I mean traditional, like, genuine, um, I would almost say, like, monumental and important basic classic rock. Like, and I don't mean basic in a negative way. I mean, like, the basis. Okay. No, okay. I took it a completely different way. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mean it that way. I meant this in a very positive way. (laughs) No. When I say basic, I just mean, I was raised on stuff that felt a little more like this, but wasn't, like, my dad always loved classic rock, but it was... I like. I agree with some of it. Still, I still enjoy some of it, but a lot of it teetered on in classic rock arenas that I yeah. wouldn't have hung out in. I, classic rock is so fucking broad. Seems to me like your dad would enjoy '80s Alice Cooper over '70s Alice Cooper to me. I feel like that because yeah. he graduated. Ooh, very very early. I 80s. let it go. Thank you. It's nice. It's a nice transition. You kind of you can't interrupt that piano. I would do this part in karaoke. He's been gone for so long. I used to have much more of a problem with this because I thought that that shit was cheesy at karaoke. Then I actually feel listening to it. I feel. Oh. I feel like it's easier to just kind of ignore that part. And it's. But this shit gets intense. This song this is song intense. This song is crazy. Yeah. I think that voice it's fits. Theatrical as fuck. I think that voice fits in the album. It's definitely weird at karaoke with some 26-year-old drunk dude with hair down to his shoulders and tattoos doing it. By the way, this is Ballad of Dwight Fry. Yes. This is the one that we talked about earlier that uh, he did on Jimmy Kimmel. Was that what it was? Yes. And he was in an actual straight jacket. Who did I used to do this song with? Acousticide? Acousticide, yeah. Because <laughs> I remembered that Kent would also Yeah, he would do it. Do uh, Kent sang the whole song. Yeah. He did a good job on this song. I agree. See, I remember this. This was on some, like, classic rock album compilation commercial at some point and I feel like this was it was near the end of the commercial so I remember this part specifically from it and I didn't know that it was Alice Cooper but that chorus I recognize it but I never made a connection interesting I always knew that it existed because I am a big fan or was a big fan being someone who grew up mostly without cable Late night infomercials. <laughs> that's what that's what late night TV really was. Oh, I fucking love this. Turned into infomercials. So especially the music compilation out 
albums that they had, the multiple CDs. Oh, yeah. Loved them. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely Monster Rock. No matter what it was, too. It, it was always enjoyable. Now it's still watching. Monster Rock Ballads. And it was the cheesiest stuff because the people, it was always more than one person, but there were usually two people who were talking about it. So cheesy, so overly enthusiastic. It was gross. <laughs> but I was completely entranced. It's fucking awesome. Say, Sheila, Speaking of what entrance. would you say if I could put all these in a five-disc compilation? I'd say you're crazy. I would say you're really crazy. <laughs> I want to get out of here. This was so funny to do in karaoke. And it was fun to watch. Acoustic. Because it was something I had never heard before. So being introduced to it by you being very different. And I mean that in a, in a positive way. For the most part, I mean, really, I don't have any negative things to say about it. But it was... I had never seen someone do something like this at a karaoke either. Shout at the top of my lungs. And yeah, you would let your hair down and you would just be crazy. <laughs> um, do you know who Dwight Fry actually is? It's not Dwight Schrute, unfortunately. No, but we're fucking making that, the Ballad of Dwight Schrute. We're going to write lyrics <laughs> and we're going to put it to this fucking tune. Ballad of Dwight Schrute. Because you know Schrute. we can find the... Uh, uh, you know we could find the uh, karaoke version of it easy. Yeah, you're right. And then we're just going to write Dwight Schrute lyrics. But anyway, Dwight Fry was the dude who played Renfield and Fritz. Renfield's in Dracula, the, his like servant. Renfield. And uh... What Dracula? The old black and white. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm sure you haven't, but you know the character of Renfield? The one that no, it he drives sound crazy. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the, the Dracula, Dracula story. story. The, the only Dracula movie that I believe that I've seen all the way through is it the Rogers and Hammer scene? Is that what, what the fuck it is? What's the one with... I don't even know what that is. It just sounds familiar. What's the one with Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman, that's Dracula, but that's the newer one. Had uh, It's not new. It's from the 90s. Well, yeah, but it was... Like the, early 90s. But it was the remake. I ran and it had uh, Keanu. God, yeah. Yes. We have got to do those fucking other ones that like parenthood the makeup episodes the lost episodes that we need to re-record we should watch them again I think we should make ourselves watch them again I'm fine with it okay but anyway the story a guy comes to a guy comes to Dracula to sell some stuff or to help him do a land deal and he ends up keeping the dude captive and he drives him crazy and he turns into like his own personal zombie slave kind of thing he's not dead but he, I mean, he's obviously feasting on him. No, he's never, he doesn't bite him. He just turns him into a slave with telepathic powers, mental powers. But he wouldn't also be like a blood slave? Well, he says, he promises, I think he tells him he's going to turn him into a vampire one day. But in the meantime, he gets to feed on little lives, which is eating bugs and stuff. Little lives. Or I might just be... I might just have seen Dracula Dead and Loving It a bunch of times, and that's what they made it in that story. Is that what you're basing your knowledge on? No. I Are mean, sure part of it, that? yeah. I mean, 
if it's a section, if it's a pie, and there's four pieces, one of those pieces is Dracula Dead Loving It. Was Dead and Loving It, did that have Steven Weber in it? Yes, it did. Steven I'm gonna let Weber this play is too. great. The last three songs, they mold in together very, and very well. It's great to just let them go. I agree. This is a cover. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll try and find the cover for you after we listen to this. We performed this years ago yes, we did. as an SG. As a Which group. stood for New Point Supergroup, because we lived in a little town called New Point. And I, the more I listen to the song, the more I love it. I didn't appreciate it as much when we performed it as I do now. I remember when I first listened to it, I thought it was pretty lame. But then it was just one that kind of got drilled in. Adam loved this song. It's one of those songs Adam got me to enjoy. You know, it's just like a... It has one of those like community type feelings. Yeah, oh yeah. It's Buddy feelings. Tropical too. For me. Just because of the sun thing. And I think, if I remember correctly, the cover is like an Australian sounding song. <laughs> you remembered your vocal line. <laughs> I've been singing them. <laughs> Enjoy it. Much I like more. this part it's because groovier. they still have like a these notes he's laying on top. They sound kind of creepy. So it's still giving that Alice Cooper edge. It is creepy, but it's also super percussive, and I'm really into that drum heavy sound. And oh, it's yeah, very yeah. bassy. It's so bassy. I didn't think anything else was creepy. And, I think and the guitar. It was all tribal almost. I think this song is something, yeah. I think it's unfortunate I didn't listen to it the same as I do now. Oh, you're saying you liked it more now than you did when we sang it? Yeah, I think I hear it differently. I hear the voices clearer. I don't know if it was anxiety that I just didn't hear everything as much as I should have. And it just sounded more muffled. Maybe I just had shitty ear devices. I don't know. Maybe it's just being older. Because that was a while ago. That was at least five years ago, for sure. At least. At least. So, I mean, it was definitely more. I would say at least six. Uh, I like the song. I think you like the whole album. I do like the album. Oh, I finally got one. I want to do that because I think we did that to end it. Oh, yeah, we did. Every, 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 every day. That's so cheesy in the long run. That was uh, Kate wow. H's suggestion. Clarence, get out of the room! Ow. You make farts that smell like death. That was bad. Wow. People love that one. No, they nope, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> that was no good. I mean, it was good, but it was very painful. Was that close? 
I don't know. I'm just... It's hard on my ears. I have hard times with high tones, though, because of my hearing damage. And while I can't hear things, I also... uh, Yeah, you have such strong ears, and my ears are wimps because they can't handle that. That's right. I forgot. Here's the part of... Here's the thing with hearing damage is when I can hear it, it fucking hurts if it's a high-pitched noise. Get what I'm saying? It's just that I don't hear it until... I don't understand it all. <laughs> everybody else. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> Nothing that you're saying makes sense because I don't understand basic understandings. And the understandings that happen amongst basic people, I don't get it. So I'm a basic move. person. So let's move on to the next song. Oh, there's no more Yeah, there songs. is. Yeah, there is because now... No, there, there's nothing else on the track. No. There are no more tracks We're on the album. listen to Mr. Rolf. Well, let's not pretend like the album isn't technically done the album is over yes okay, but i'm you. gonna play rolf harris the original this is sunrise oh my god he looks creepy yeah, he looks like a psycho doesn't he he has almost a jack nicholson Sunrise, bringing the morning, fluttering the skirts all around. Entrancing. Sunrise, she come with the dawning. Sunrise, come with the dawning. Just look at his face while he's voice. He wants to murder. I wonder how many crimes he committed in his lifetime. We, no one needs to know. That was Rolf Harris. Very, I've enjoyed it. It's very strange. Yes, yeah, I didn't fun. dislike that at all. It's very interesting that Alice Cooper would hear that and go, "Hey guys, we're covering this fucking thing." Oh it was a good cover too. It's a, it's their own, and it's still a good song. It still sounds like that song. You want to see a picture of him now? Rolf? Yeah, Rolf, he's a fucking nut bar. No, he looks like a basic bitch. Look he's at him. Not a ba- oh, yeah, there he looks like one. He has very nice and interesting, and I mean nicely trimmed. What the fuck? And interesting facial hair. Why does it look like it's going into his nostrils? It's so thin. His mustache is trimmed very thinly, and it looks like it's going directly into his nostrils. So from his sideburns, which are nothing, down to his goatee, it's very thin, and then from the top of his goatee, which ends about halfway above his chin, there is a tiny thin line that connects it to the bottom of his lip, and then I can't even explain the fuck. I need to save this picture. I'm saving this picture so I can share it with you. He's a nut bar. It's fucking insane. He has very interesting facial hair. He, whoa. He's guilty of assaults. Oh, what? Let's hear what Rolf did. Okay. I oh, knew, man. There's no way this man is innocent. He's oh, in, no. This mugshot is him as an old man. So there's no way he didn't do other things. Is he in jail right now? I don't know. This Is he dead? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so this article is from June 30th of, 40th of 2014. Found guilty of 12 counts of indecency, assaulting four girls what? in 1960s, 1970s, and 1980s. Prosecutors said he was a Jekyll and Hyde character who took advantage of his fame. He, at the time, so he's currently 88. Wow. 
He was 84 when he was sentenced. Rolf, baby. What the fuck? So while he was going around doing sunrise, he was assaulting women? He sure was. Jesus. Young girls, it I says. did not see that fucking coming with Rolf. Although that picture of him right there, I can see it. I... I can just, see Just it. because you have a weird fucking face, it doesn't mean you're assaulting young girls just because you're eccentric. Do you like it less now? I don't like him at all. Yeah, he looks like a nut bar. <laughs> fuck you, Rolf Harris. Yeah, and fuck you, Rolf. by the way, Mel... What? We didn't end. Oh fuck! Is the Mel Mel's Mel- corner minute been going on that long? Technically, Mel's corner has been really huge, mungus. Wow! This is a very obtuse Mel's corner. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. All right, we're at the end of the album. We have heard the original Sunra. Is is it called Sunrise? Uh, yes, Sunrise. All right, S U N, not like a boy. <laughs> Okay, so we have some questions. Why did you choose this, Sam? Because I knew I was stressing you the fuck out with music. So I thought of something that would be a little bit easier on you. I and it turned out it. it was way fucking easier. I think it was a really good choice. <clears throat> I I mean, I appreciate that you did that, but it was grooving and i know that you like groovy music you don't only listen to music that's hard for me to listen to so that's why i'm more on the side of i don't understand what you're talking about because i think you have a very diverse taste in music you introduced me to blood sweat and tears you introduced me to all kinds of music that i didn't know before you i don't listen to those albums i don't listen to a blood sweat and tears album i listen to four songs it doesn't mean that you have to listen to it now there can be something you can think of like, oh, I know that this band exists and they're funny or they're interesting and I wonder what it would be like to listen to this album. I did that with Guar. That is not true <laughs> at all. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think I thought of this when you had given it to me? Uh, thank fucking God, pretty much. I think it was definitely easier. For sure. I felt like I'm not gonna act like it's not. It was gonna be a relief. Yeah, when you gave it to me, I was just like, okay, I've listened to this before, and I feel like I may have said something that I had listened to it within the last month or so. So I'm I'm okay with this. <laughs> you I, were okay with I this. I wasn't freaked out or anything like that. How many times did you listen to it? Not a goddamn one. Yeah, it was just crazy. How the fuck did you suggest an album? And not listen to it at all? What is wrong with you? How was... I mean, this is the exact... The, I mean, this, like, can't happen. You realize that, right? I, I can't if I fucking listen to it uh, over 600 times easily in my life. When was the last time that you listened to it in its entirety? <clears throat> okay. Like, listen to it, though. The whole album? Listen to it. Not just had it on. Listened. What's the... There is a different kind of listen no, than just no. listening God to something just and listening to something for the podcast. Wednesday. I did listen to it Wednesday. So when I said not a fucking one, I should have said a fucking one. You're a liar. You're a fucking liar. I forgot about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What was I doing? 
I was doing something, and I put it on in my headphones. Your fucking butt was in your... <laughs> my butt? Was it my your, butt? Your butt was in your butt, and you were so <laughs> distracted because you were like, how did I do this? But here we are, and God damn it, it's time for the next question. I didn't so, need to listen. <laughs> where to the least... Peas in a pod? ...favorite song on... The album, and I don't actually have this written down yet, so I need to pull the track list up. My so least I can favorite song. <clears throat> actually, yeah. Least fucking favorite song is probably "I'm 18." Okay. I I really don't have a reason why. It just it doesn't hit me like any of the other songs. It's do. three minutes exactly. What a perfect pop song. Oh wow! It is three exact. Three exact. I would say "Black Juju." Nah. It's the only song that I had like I would say an a, a negative feeling about because everything else went much smoother to me because it was so long when I even just seeing it that's the thing the first time ingesting something that you're not familiar with it feels like a chore no matter what this wasn't my first time but I think it was my it was my first time listening to the song in its entirety. So the first time I made myself, I was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> come on. But I was listening intently. So I was waiting. And sometimes that's not always the right way to listen to it the first time. It's almost kind of better to just listen to it as you're doing things and then just warm up to it. Because I don't know, sometimes it's just a lot. If it's something that you're not used to as much. And oh, I yeah. think that this was the the most polarizing song on the nine track album. I would say is Black Juju. You know. I could see why, just because it's so <clears throat> melodramatic and drawn out. And it could have effectively cut off the first two minutes. Over nine minutes long, yeah. I didn't realize it was over four minutes because I didn't actually look at the time, but over four minutes of music until was it? No, it's two minutes until he starts singing, and then four is when they go into the first break. When it's like... No, I thought the four was when he came back. No, it's four, and then they start doing the clicks on the snare. Click, 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 I smell a bad smell. And he's like, bodies need rest. Something smells like poop. We are in a room that has a litter box on the other end. Well, Oliver just walked in, so it's not him. He's beautiful. It does smell like poo-poo. Anyway, we got to go on to the next question, Michelle. I'm sorry. I've been gassed. Okay, what is your most favorite song? My most favorite song is... Fuck, you know, this is harder to do. Fuck. Well, I, I have think it's How It Be My Name. <gasps> Just because it's it's got a really nice groove. da 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 uh-oh. He attacked me. So I want his input on this Alice Cooper album. What do you think, Oliver? What do you think of the album? Not a goddamn thing. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he took the fuck off. Yeah, he was not happy. He was ex- especially unhappy that time. Yeah. You said that Hallowed Be My Name, which you thought was Hallowed Be Thy Name. He's already back. <laughs> he has he holds no grudges. He's ridiculous. I adore him. What is do you what is it about it? It's not a very long song. 
I don't. I kind of almost don't remember how it goes. I don't remember at all how it goes. Do 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 do. Halloween, be my name. Yeah, I like that song. It sounds. It's that psychedelic sounding song that yeah. sounds very sixties and almost like TV sounding. I would say. Like I, I imagine women dancing in short dresses with white um, pantyhose and long sleeves on their dresses, and their hair is put up halfway. They have bangs. Brunette is what I'm thinking. The dress has very large polka dots on it. Dun dun I see him with a yellow bikini on with white body paint question marks all over him. Blonde? Like like white. No, but like blonde hair. No, like white. Okay. White paint question marks. White hair like like Andy Warhol gray kind of white. When we went to school when we were younger up until or through middle school. We went to school. We weren't like close friends with a girl who was, I don't know if she was technically albino, but she was very pale skinned. Her hair was very light and her last name was white. Oh, yeah. So. So like her color hair. Okay. I got you. Shaken the same way that you were thinking, but a different attire. So I don't have this written out. This was not planned for me. I was much less organized this go around. I did not take any notes, but I think that that's okay because I feel also kind of familiar with the album on my own a little bit already from songs that we had performed and because I have chosen to listen to this on my own before. I would say that my favorite song on the album is probably Is It My Body? And it's because of you singing karaoke. (laughs) So it's got memories. And it's, yeah, it's completely attached to uh, being impressed by you. I have to sneeze. (laughs) I'm yawning. Oh, my God. I was literally yawning while you were sneezing. (laughs) At the same time. Jesus Christ. There you guys go. There you ladies go. Oh, we're pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) We are total pieces of shit. So yeah, I will say, is it my body because of memories of Sam performing it at karaoke? And it was very entertaining. Again, first time I had ever heard these songs. It was fun to me. I drank so much either beer or Long Island iced teas and would get fucking wasted and you would get wasted. You would drink. I never drank in my life. So much more than we would ever know. And then there was that guy. I don't remember where he was from. Was he Russian? No, he he wasn't Russian. He He would buy us shots. His name was John and he wasn't Russian, but she remember him being Russian because every time he would buy us wild turkey 101 had to be 101. He would bring, by the way, I never drank in my life. He would bring it up to the table and he would say, Nostrovia Naibo, or sorry, Nostrovia Daiboji, good luck, good health, and God bless. And you and I would say, Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. And then take the shots. But I've never drank in my life. Well, he was nice. I miss him. He was fun. John was very nice. Except for that one time he rubbed you wrong that he was at the table and he was wasted. And he was like, I got a new girlfriend and 
oh man she's tight let me tell you and you were like you piece of shit i was just like i don't want to hear about this god damn it don't make me listen to this shit don't be that guy at the bar and then he moved uh, adam moved into that apartment complex and john lived right next to him remember he did i wonder what happened to him it's a small town here he was such a nice guy. He probably got moved to a different place because I think he worked for Hillrom, so he's one of those yeah, dudes that uh, got moved a lot. I'm sure he got moved, and I hope that he is having a wonderful life because he was always a very kind person. He was. I don't know drunk. anything about him as a human being. Well, Besides we were he was a drunk. We were drunks at the same time yeah, as well. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I was, but I've never drank in my life. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. So I want to tell a story here. <laughs> what? What is this story? <laughs> well, you've never drank. So oh. there is this thing that you own from your cousin who is now deceased because he went too hard in life as well. Das Boot. Now, Das Boot was <laughs> able to hold and is able to hold because it still exists. We still have it. It is able to hold three full beers. No. At minimum. I remember it holding a whole fucking six pack. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay, so you had started, I think, before you filled the boot. The boot had multiple different kinds of dark beer in it. It had. I know it had Killian's Irish Red in it, and I know it had Guinness. Yes. In it. So. So I'm mixing at least two beers. Okay, so we were hanging out. <laughs> With a friend, I'm not going to say friends, but a friend and a former boyfriend. He was fucking annoying. I'm not going to pretend it. He was a nice person, but he wasn't my friend. Um, You got so, you were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Everything's great. I'm drinking this. I'm hitting it hard. I'm a pro. I'm a pro. And then all of the sudden, like a fucking clock went off at the strike of whatever a clock and Sam is immediately unable to form words. <laughs> I went from totally fine to just He thinks he was fine. He was he was functionally drunk okay. is what he was. He wasn't <laughs> okay. fine. He was functionally drunk to completely blackout. Can't move. Okay, so friend lived in a cheap apartment. The cheapest, shittiest, shortest, thinnest carpet. Sam pukes all over their fucking um, living room floor. Oh, yeah. Sam is <laughs> not quite passed out, but I mean, mumbling. He can't, again, make sentences a mess. I am apologizing profusely i am no longer buzzed as i am scrubbing sam's vomit out of our mutual friend whom we grew up with <laughs> living room carpet so embarrassed and uh eventually drove you home but sam's never drank <laughs> uh, there's a there's another part of that story is once i was lifted from because uh, I crumpled to the floor, my body could not sustain its own weight anymore, and I crumpled to the floor. And as Johnny, oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, as Johnny, well, you didn't it. say his last name, yeah, so I don't remember. Sorry, quick technical thing, but anyway, as Johnny was picking me up, 
Johnny, pick me up. My pants fell down, and uh, I think many people know I have a tendency to not wear underwear, so everything I was right that. there forever. You were turned away from everyone when it happened, so your pants went down, and it was straight back of nutsack shot for back of nutsack shot. everyone. Yeah, well, I mean, if you watch the new Green Jello video, you get a front sack shot too tree and i simultaneously and she used to have a crush on you so we got to look at your nuts together <laughs> she doesn't have a she has not had a crush on me in a long time i didn't say that she has well i'm saying it's been it was like middle school high by school. then she had not wanted to see my balls for a long time <laughs> for a long time and now because we are a little short on time since you got to tell i don't think we're short on time uh, yeah, we are a little bit we're not there's not a time frame there is for me no there anyway isn't. and it's an excuse so i can tell another drunk story of me being a fucking idiot so sam has never drank uh, but, but i've scrubbed i'm a drunken fucking idiot his, at one point in my this life this is why sam doesn't drink currently i played a show we're playing at this vfw the guy is giving me whiskey shots and these whiskey shots are huge glasses he should not have been giving me these things so much so that uh i don't remember this i'm drinking them I spill a whole glass of it, and he still thinks it's a good idea to re-pour me one. He gives it to me anyway. So, supposedly, we pack up our stuff and leave. I don't remember any of this. Supposedly, we go to another bar where they somehow get me in, but they just get me a water. I'm sitting up, and I can't hold myself up, and they escort me back out, my friends, and they put me in the band van. They put me in the back. I don't remember any of this. What I do remember is waking up... In a car, very, very, very cold, no one around, single car, in a family video parking lot. I can't feel my toes. I finally find my phone, and it's 1% left, and it is ringing, and it is Adam saying, where the fuck are you? And I say, I don't know, man. I'm in a car. Where the fuck are you? And he says, we tried to leave, and you were in the back. I said, I have no idea. I'm looking at a family video. And he says, I'll be right there. They pick me up. They say, we took off. We thought you were in the back. And about five minutes down the road, we realized you were not in the back. So they knew where I was. But the better part of the story is we're driving along. And my drunk logic, I've got to puke. And I just open the side van door. And me thinking I can just puke and get away with it. Of course, Adam, who is driving, goes, fuck, he's opening the side door, he's going to die. Hits the brakes and makes the van door slide into the side of my skull and took a chunk out of my ear. It wasn't Adam or the van's fault. No, it was my fault. That's just what the van door does. Yes, physics because acted. Because he saw that you were puking and was going to stop I didn't for puke. you. That fucking van door hit my Well, yeah, ear. it took a chunk out of your ear. <laughs> yeah, and I came home and I was bleeding. I remember that. With a Green Bay Packers hat on that I got from somewhere. <laughs> I remember all of the time. Not all of the times, I'm sorry. I'm not going to pretend like I do. And I, I wasn't pretending. That was just a flub. I remember that there were many, many times that I was very disappointed in you. And there were times when Angry. I had packed my car. Angry. And I was so fucking over it because it was so selfish. There's a difference between having a good time, which I can do, like having a margarita tonight and then drinking water for the rest of the fucking night, <laughs> versus 
having chunks of your body removed and having moments that you don't remember the entirety of, but you know (laughs) that you were placed in places that you didn't physically put yourself in. (laughs) Yeah. And there were times when I would half carry you upstairs and put you to bed and just for safety reasons i'd always put a trash can i'd always give you water i'd always try and do everything even though i was always very mad i was just always this is the right thing to do i'm gonna say for safety reasons i wrapped a plastic bag around your head (laughs) i never did anything like that i just i i was i was always mad but i was always more hurt because i would be like we've had this conversation so many times you know how i feel you know this is unfair You've acknowledged that this is a problem, but this keeps happening because you had stopped multiple times where you would take breaks and be like, I haven't drank for like a month. And then you'd start drinking again. And then it'd be like, I haven't drank for whatever. And then you'd start drinking again. But I've never drank. And this is not a beat up on Sam time. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But if you are going to push that you've never drank. Not once. Not a drop. We could have... Like a mill corner, we could have a Sam drunk story corner no, because fine. there are Sam drunk stories. I don't remember most of them. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore because <laughs> I'm glad that that's not who you are. Nope, not anymore. And you are smart and you are strong and you are uh, good and you I'm made these choices. Boy. But I mean, it definitely took a lot of me talking to you and having the same conversations over and over again. But Eventually it clicked and that's a good thing. And yay. If you really love someone, guys, don't give up. Or if you got a problem with booze. Even if it's really, you, it's really, really not. hard. It's better not doing it. But I'm telling you at the same time, it's fucking hard. It's not fucking easy. You doubt it a lot. Like I said, I packed my car up multiple times. I was ready. <laughs> yes, it took a lot. To go. It took getting arrested. Yeah. It took getting getting a DUI two hours away. That was a motherfucker. Yeah, that fucking Especially since I was two hours away in the other direction. So it was, yeah. Yeah, it fucking sucked. Anyway. (laughs) It was not good. Anyway. So just be good, guys. Yes. I mean, fucking. Make smart decisions. Be good to yourself. And your loved ones. And be smart. And it's okay to have fun. Just be smart and be good to yourself. So after all of that, um... How did you originally feel about this album when you started listening to it? My God, I forgot we were talking about an album. Well, you really wanted to Sheeps. keep detouring, so. Yeah, I like detours. <laughs> what did I originally think about? I don't fucking remember. I mean, remember. how old were you when you were exposed <laughs> to this? When did you start listening to it? Uh, were you in high school? No. Out of school? I think I was out of school. Older man. I think I needed to be older to enjoy this because there's a point in my life, like 18, 19, where if it's not going, I'm not listening to it. Have you seen Alice Cooper? I've seen him once. Concert with Adam before. It wasn't before we got together, but it was really early when we were either hanging out or very newly together. I think we were together. I'm pretty sure we were together. It was probably like two years because it was uh, Kent Hilt's. And Adam and I went. Oh, so if Ken Hiltz is involved, you're involved. I would have been involved, but I definitely wouldn't have been involved with Alice Cooper no. in that sense. Whiskey boot. 
Is that like a DOS boot, but a smaller I version? W- I think Whiskey Boot happened the first time at Alice Cooper. The uh, Here's a trick for you drunks. It's another Sam drunk thing. <laughs> if you want to sneak whiskey into a fucking venue, you just get two really freezer, uh, those me. thick freezer bag, Ziploc bags. Oh, no. And you pour whiskey into one, and then you seal it up nice and tight, and then you seal the second one up, and then you make it flat. This is where it gets kind of gross, but it's fine. This is why you use the plastic bags. You lay it on top of your foot, and then you shove it into your boot that you've laced very loosely, and then you tie it. And now you've successfully snuck whiskey into the venue, and then you can buy one overpriced beer, drink that, and then pour the whiskey into the beer. And then uh, you're good to go. That's what I did. Pour whiskey into beer. I've never done that before. Oh, not you drink the beer first and then the empty can. And then you just pour it into That way you don't have it, to worry about the bag. It wasn't for the rest a of the plastic night. cup, it was a can. No, they would give you cans. They give you those big fucking tall ass cans. Well, depending on the beer that you would choose, I feel like if you if it was whiskey, oh, uh, so that's not the I, same color. It was at a big venue, so Cause oh, if, no, if there was you something can't see in it. more amber, if it were like a plastic cup. Oh, if it yeah. were something more of just typical like amber ale or something yeah you would or a lager yeah i think pouring whiskey in it after you drank the beer i think it would pass yeah plus they also sell whiskey there so you could pour it into a cup same cup but i was bringing not fist but pints in a pint in each boot so two pints oh my god i didn't know you were doing this i told you this you were around when i made one doesn't mean that i remember it (laughs) oh yeah it's disgusting i don't remember this at all oh it worked great alcoholic alcoholic (laughs) alcoholic Uh, would you recommend this today absolutely boot whiskey yeah. Okay. But it's in the two bags. I understand, but Jesus. The worst part. Okay. The cool part about the Alice I, Cooper one was it was two acts, so it was still like not hot. But when I went to a, no, a it's festival, not hot. when I went to a festival, <laughs> and I poured it into the can, and I held the can all day because I wanted to drink the whiskey at the end of the night to get the buzz. It was fucking hot by the end of the night, but it wasn't in my boot all day. It was in a can. Would you recommend this today? Yes. To whom? Anyone? To anybody that would wear a whiskey boot. And uh, that's any- from a lot of people. That's cool. Um, anybody that likes rock and roll, I old rock wear and roll. A whiskey boot, but I like old rock and roll. If you like Zeppelin, if you like Blue Oyster Cult, if you like uh, Deep Purple, uh, even Rolling Stones, I would say fuck yeah, you should listen to this. As someone who I believe that I am can definitely be characterized as someone who was very unaware of all that Alice Cooper had to offer. Yeah. Knowing that this exists. Yeah. I would be like, Alice Cooper's a great fucking band. Listen to this album. Maybe it doesn't yeah. stay the same, but I wouldn't recommend every Led Zeppelin album. And I love Led Zeppelin. No. Yeah. Do you know, that's, that's a really good fucking point is there's very few bands that I would say, listen to every album even guar who i fucking love uh-huh. there's not i wouldn't recommend every fucking album but this is a very good and i don't think that i know as an album any other alice cooper this is the one i'm this is the most familiar i am with any alice cooper at this point uh you know billion dollar babies pretty well we used to listen to that vinyl we all the time it. i'm talking the whole album you should know this whole album that, every time you say it. that, it makes me remember that I fucking love Donovan, and that needs to be a part of the future. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. 
That'd be real cool. Fucking Donovan. Donovan. We got the. Are we done with questiones? Um, you would recommend this? And would you listen to it ever again? Yeah, because I listened to it before uh, you recommended fuck it. Yeah. So I would listen to it. This especially album now was a that, success for you and I. Especially the songs that I was lesser into on the first listen. Yeah. I I feel like the whole album is a is a full on listen. I wouldn't skip any songs. That's pretty cool. Except oh wait, except for Black Juju. You'd I would, skip it? I'd probably skip if, it. If you could make a cut of it, would you like a cut of it? I mean, when it gets to the more rock and roll stuff, it's kind of crazy and he starts getting nuts. But I know you don't even like the I just don't, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't think I would want to do a cut of it. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I I think I didn't know if you could make it shorter. It might be better. I think, no, I think it, I think it works as it is. I just think it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It's not the right sound. So we are going to have a guest on our next episode. Yes. We are going to bring another one of Sam's pals. The guy that we've brought up before. Kirk Bag. Kirk Giblets. (laughs) Kirk Giblets? (laughs) I've never said that in all the time I've known him. Hey, Kirk Giblets, how you doing? Hey, Kirk Giblets. So Kirk Giblets has suggested an album to us and we are going to have to listen to it and review it for you guys yes next week i am not excited now, about this at all i am familiar with this but i mean yeah so i'll all just right. let sam this is gonna be fucking rough for those who listen you you know you heard me say that jay-z was a hit i don't think most people who listen to this are hip-hop fans uh, maybe not i, I don't feel really like know. most people who are attracted to to this might be more rock fans. But no matter, I think you remember saying that when you said Jay-Z, I said it hit me in the chest. Right in the chest. This album hit me in the fucking balls. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> and hopefully I'm proven wrong because I listen to things with more of an open mind this time. Some some of these songs, but uh, we'll see. I'm not I can't fucking say excited about this at all. And it is Eminem the Marshall Mathers LP. <sighs> Kirk will be here to Kirk review. Gibbons, motherfucking rhyme bag. Kirk and his motherfucking giblets will be here <laughs> to review. Yes. Eminem so with us white motherfuckers. Again, please. Three subscribe. motherfuckers talking about Eminem. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Anyway, please subscribe. Please review. Please share with your friends. Tell Talk people. about this. Tell people. Couple of critics podcast on. I want to rule the Facebook. world. Goddamn it! Couple of critics podcast. That's not going to happen. We're not Mark Maron. Gotta rule the world. Couple of critics podcast on. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Instagram. I'm Instagramming. We're it not up. on Twitter. We don't really feel like I'm, we need to be. I'm randomly following people, so then hopefully they'll follow me, and then I. Unfollow him again. We're long-winded, but we mean well. <laughs> um, we're not smart, but we mean well. Yes. And we love music. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. you. And uh, this is the end of the podcast. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, why? Why? But fucking whole... Oh, we're going to read a review. Michelle wants to read a review. I forgot to read this last time because I am a super... Rev- uh, forgetful person. It's not just about me reading a review. I super appreciate... 
the fans, the yes. people who invest in us and comment on things yes. and like things and send us messages. Yes, we appreciate it all. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, because we are nobodies. So when you <laughs> make us feel are. like a somebody, it's pretty cool. And if you would like to do that again, we just told you where to go. Yeah. So um, please check us out. Now, we recently received a recommendation on our Facebook, again, Couple of Critics podcast page, by someone named Tom Jeffries. Now, who is Tom Jeffries? He's my friend. And he plays in Green Jello. With he you. is. The character we call PV Stacks in Green Jello. He plays bass. He's a really fucking cool guy. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the podcast, actually. I would like to get him on in the future. And he do... lives in New York. You know, yeah, Buffalo. I've never been to New York, so we should figure You know what's cool about going to Buffalo? You know people? I do know people and Niagara Falls. I've never checked it out. You would love it. I hear it is so much better on the Canadian side. It is, but I heard also that they added a new section that now you can walk down into this part and you can see a really cool part on the American side. But if we get our passports before we go, we can get on a ferry and we can go into Canada. It doesn't I've, fucking matter. Not only have, have I not been to a lot of states, I've never been out of the country. I would love to go to Canada. I've only been Even if it's just to look at water. Oh, it's still cool. But then I feel like I would have to, like... We can go get some lunch in Canada. I would be like, I'm in fucking Canada. I need to, like... You know what else we can go get in Canada? <laughs> I hate you, Indiana, so goddamn much. I'm talking burnables. We literally live in edibles and what the fuck ever ingestibles. We fucking live in the worst state ever. Indiana, fuck you. So, yeah, now we're definitely coming to visit you, Tom, and we're definitely visiting Canada. We have all kinds of people. We need to go to fucking Colorado and oh, see Kim yeah. and Mike. Oh, yeah. And see their beautiful fucking animals. We miss you, Louie and oh, Lulu God. and Mike and Kim. And Mike and Kim, for sure. You're beautiful people. Okay, so Tom uh, Jeffries. Tom Jeffries review. You have a recommendation. It's into a longer one because <laughs> I was trying to stretch it. Now it's even well, longer. it's been stretched. So, Tom Jeffries recommendation. I look forward to Wednesday mornings when the latest podcast becomes available. Listening to Michelle and Sam review is way better than the morning review shows during my commute. Of course, driving while listening to them can be dangerous, as there have been many times the humor is so intense that I can barely see through the tears. They take the job of reviewing seriously while providing entertainment. Oh, I fucked up. They take the job of reviewing seriously while providing entertaining commentary. Sorry, Tom. I enjoy <laughs> the wide range of genres discussed and definitely end up listening to music that I don't normally listen to. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, Tom's the shit. Yeah, and he also, uh, because we reviewed the uh, Garfield Christmas special. Oh, yes. He said that he is going to make it a new tradition to share the episode with his children because he didn't realize it was available on YouTube. So Readily available on YouTube as well. Fuck. I'm also yeah. going to say this. Tom is working on an album of his own, a solo PV Stacks album. So whenever that's available... You should get that, and I'm sure when he's on the podcast eventually, he'll talk about it more. So thank you very much, Tom. We yeah, appreciate you very much. You're fucking awesome, Tom. I don't know you, but I appreciate you. Thank you for listening, and thank yeah, you to yeah. everyone else now. Sorry, Sam. It oh, is time fine. to head on out of the podcast and listen Going to some Eminem. <laughs> but before we listen to Eminem, as we leave, we're going to listen to Alice Cooper. Oh my god damn it.
Oh my god damn it. Uh, I love being a shit. It's so different. You're the kind of shit that lingers around and is available to rot to the point that it turns white and disappears. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out of here. Thanks, guys. Bye, Sam. Bye. I mean, wait. Bye, guys. Fuck you, Sam. Bye, Michelle.